Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. The greatest gift ever given was given on that first Christmas by God to us. It was given on that first Christmas by God when He sent His Son to be born in a manger, to live 33 and a half years to be criticized and ridiculed, uh, to be touched with the feeling of our infirmities for those 33 and a half years. He was born to die for us. It's talked about in Romans chapter 5, verse number 1, if you look at it on the screens. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He was born to die. Uh, he came to, to take our cross, to bear uh, our sins, to make the payment that, that we deserve. Uh, our salvation is a free gift given by God through Jesus Christ. It's a free gift. In fact, in that same chapter, uh, notice the number of times it references a free gift, a, a gift of grace, verse 15. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, uh, uh, much more the grace of God and the gift, the free gift, the gift of grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. Uh, and not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift, the free gift, the gift of grace, the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift, that gift of grace, that gift, that free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For by one man's offense, death reigned by one, Adam sin that sin passed to us all for we've all sinned much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one jesus christ therefore as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation uh, even so by the righteousness of one here it is the free gift the free gift came upon all men under justification of life the next chapter he'll say the wages of sin is death, but the gift, the gift, the free gift, the gift of grace, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ephesians, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift, the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. In fact, Corinthians says, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. It's a free gift offered to all. It's a free gift offered to all. We don't work for it. We don't earn it. We don't deserve it, definitely. All we do is receive Him. We accept it, that free gift of God, when He sent His Son to purchase our salvation. John says He came into His own, and His own rejected Him. He came into His own, and His own received Him not. But to as many as received Him received him, received the gift of salvation, but to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. I brought a gift with me this morning, uh, and that gift, uh, that gift, when 
my wife gives me a gift inside of that card it doesn't say here's your unfinished honeydew list from this last year hey check them off before you open that uh, and and i get that that's not it's true that I didn't check them all off, but it's not true that, that, that she would make me do that in order to get that, that, that gift. It's a free gift. Well, I didn't work for it. No kidding, it's a free gift. Well, I didn't deserve it. No kidding, it's a free gift. Well, I didn't pay for it. Someone did pay for it. In fact, we couldn't possibly pay that high of a price for it. The Lord Jesus Christ paid the entire price for it. Well, do you see how futile it is to try to to work your way up and try to earn your way in for salvation access to heaven Uh, trying to merit it trying to deserve it trying to earn it Uh, well if i just get baptized then i then i earn that free gift Uh, no it's a gift if i join a church or uh, if my good works outweigh my bad works or uh, if i obey the commandments clean up my act for uh, 18 years I had ignored the free gift. I never accepted that free gift because I was so busy trying to earn it, trying to work for it, trying to to pay the price for it. And the whole time, God's holding it out to me saying, Christ already paid for that free gift. He already paid the entire cost for it. You don't have to earn it. It's a free gift. You don't have to work for it. Christ did all the work that finished work on the cross, and as many as received him. And so salvation, Christmas, it's all about God sending his son to die. God sending his son, the cradle, to die, the cross, for our sins. And it's simply us receiving him. It's simply us receiving him. By the way, once you receive him, Uh, Inside of him are many more gifts. Once you receive him, now uh, don't miss it, it's a free gift. Uh, It's a free gift given to all. Uh, It's a free gift given to all. All we do is receive him. We receive Christ. Uh, We receive that free gift of salvation. Uh, We don't work our way up. We don't earn our way in. We simply receive him. Uh, And when we do, Inside of him are many more gifts. Have you ever seen those Russian nesting dolls? Uh, They're kind of a wooden uh, uh, Russian nesting dolls. You'll open them up. Inside is another smaller one. Uh, You know what I'm talking about? Uh, And then you'll open that up. Inside of that's another smaller one. Uh, Open that up. Then inside of that uh, is another smaller one. There's gifts inside of a gift. Gifts uh, inside of a gift. You ever prank one of your friends by uh, wrapping their gift uh, and then putting that gift in another box and wrap that gift and then uh, put that gift in another box. And so uh, they're opening it and then another and opening it and then another. Uh, in a similar way, my aunt uh, used to buy us books. Uh, that's just a step above socks for Christmas. Anyway, buy us books. Uh, and inside of the books, she was an, an educator. Inside of the books would be a, a $10 bill, a $5 bill, a $20 bill. Usually the older you got, the smaller denomination. I don't know why that is, but, but uh, you'd, you'd take that book, you'd shake that, that, that $20 bill out, and then you'd put that book off to the side. But it's a gift inside of a gift, and it's the same way in Romans chapter 5. In fact, look at it. Uh, the phrases talking about our salvation, our justification, there's technical, biblical, scriptural, doctrinal terms for it. Verse 1. 
says we're justified by faith, just as if I'd never sinned. It's a judicial decree uh, sponging my record. Uh, God declares you're sinless, you're righteous as the Lord Jesus Christ, just as if I'd never sinned. Verse 8, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's substitution. The substitutionary death, it was my cross that he bore. He died in my place. He was the substitute for me. Verse 9, being justified by his blood. Verse 10, we were reconciled. We were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Reconnected to God. Reconciliation, reconciled, reconciled to God. Verse number 11, Jesus Christ, by whom we have received the atonement. Uh, it's all doctrinal, biblical terms for beginning that relationship with him, uh, opening heaven's doors to us, giving us access to God. Uh, those technical terms, justified, uh, reconciled, uh, substitution, uh, atonement, uh, all of them are talking about that free gift of salvation that we simply accept, we simply receive, and when we do, there's so many more gifts inside of that gift. In fact, in that same passage, verse number one says, we gain peace. Verse number two says, we get access to God. Verse number two says, we gain hope. Verse number three says, we have patience given to us by God. Verse number five, love and the Holy Ghost. Again, it's receiving him, and then inside of him are all these other gifts uh, verse number five, love and the Holy Ghost. Verse number 11, joy. In fact, Galatians chapter five puts it this way. The fruit of the Spirit, when you're reconciled, when you're saved, you're sealed with the Holy Spirit of God. And the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, faith, goodness, temperance. And when you receive him, when you accept him, inside of him are all these other gifts. When you open up that gift, you receive that gift, you accept that gift, you find that that gift doesn't come alone. Uh, it's a gift that keeps on giving. A gift that keeps on giving, and inside of that gift is, is patience. And inside of that gift is, is love. And uh, inside of that gift is a good marriage, and uh, inside of that gift is making me a better person, and uh, inside of that gift is uh, having a stronger home. Uh, inside of that gift are so many other gifts. And a lot of times we get it backwards, though, where we say, if only I could be a more loving person, then uh, he would give me access to heaven. If I could just be a little more patient, if I could just be a little more patient, then I'd be acceptable to God. If I could just work on my home, work on my marriage, and we got it backwards because God says, when you receive him, he makes you more patient. When you receive him, he increases your love. When you receive him, boy, he gives you that peace and that, that joy and that temperance and that that goodness but he's the one that does that people say i wish i could have a better home have you received him i wish i could be more patient and more loving have you received him 
I wish I didn't have such a hair-triggered temper. Uh, have you received him? Uh, that peace and calmness, that, 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 well, that's what I need, that's what I want. Have you received him? It's a gift. He is a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, when you receive him, he brings along so many other gifts. By the way, uh, this gift is for whoever. It's for whoever. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever, whosoever believeth in him. Now, that's just not uh, mentally I believe he existed. It's, it's a belief and a trust. Uh, it's a mental belief and an emotional trust and a, uh, a, a volitional following him. Uh, whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is a gift for whoever. Uh, it's a gift for whoever, by the way. Uh, not only is it a gift for whoever you are, uh, it's also a gift for however you are. Uh, I'm talking about the religious Nicodemus that in John chapter 3 came to the Lord at night, uh, and Jesus told that religious, uh, very conservative guy, ye must be born again. Except a man be born again. And so uh, it's however you are, we need to receive him. Uh, it's also for the maniac of the Gadareans. That where Nicodemus came to him, Christ had to go to him. And that maniac of the Gadareans that would have been on the other end of the spectrum, God said, I can change your life. I can give you peace. I can give you joy. It's for whoever you are. It's for however you are. I think about John chapter 10 where he said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. It's that same thing as justified. That same phrase as reconciled. He shall be born again. He shall be saved. Not working our way up or, or, or trying to earn our way in. It's about receiving him. Receiving him. Going through the door of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's interesting that Noah's ark only had one door. It only had one door, but everyone that got on that ark had to go through that door. The same door the gerbil went in the elephant had to go in. <laughs> the same door the squirrel went in, the giraffe had to go in. It didn't matter if you were a Nicodemus or that maniac of the Gadareans. Hey, that gift is for whoever you are. That gift is for however you are. That gift is for whenever you come. Boy, if you are a child, a childlike faith saves the soul. Or uh, if you're a deathbed conversion... Uh, that thief on the cross that, that his dying breath said, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Boy, whether you get saved, born again, uh, begin that relationship early on, uh, or whether it's the last thing that you do. You ever have a gift card? Uh, you find it, you pull it out, and then you realize it just expired. Anybody ever have one of those? Man, bummer. And uh, hey, this gift never expires. It never expires. It's for whoever you are. It's for however you are. It's for whenever you come. And it's for wherever you're from, whether you're the prodigal son that went into a far country. You're so far away from God, you can't even see him. Or 
whether you're the older brother that's right outside of the door, that older brother that's, that's right outside of the door, the greatest gift that's ever been given is given by God to us for all, and it's simply receiving him. Receiving him. There was a 18-year-old that was about to graduate, and he prepped his dad, who was wealthy and well-off, to, to make sure that he highlighted this car, a new car. He wanted to get his graduation present, and the dad could afford it. Uh, could easily afford it. He even circled it. He highlighted it. He told specifically to his dad what he wanted for it and uh, that graduation present. And uh, on that graduation day, his dad called him into his study uh, and he handed him a book-shaped box and that son, a little confused and, and disappointed, uh, opened up that graduation present. He could afford that car. Well, I want that car. Uh, that's what I asked for. That's what I wanted. Uh, and he gives me this. He, he opens up that, that, that book-shaped box, and inside of it, embossed on the leather hide of that brand-new Bible, was his name. But that boy went off. That's all you got me? You could afford anything, and you simply buy me this? That's all you get me for graduation? The boy slammed it down on his desk and marched out of the door never to talk to him again. I mean, angry at his dad. Livid at his dad. He got on with his life and became a success in his own right. Well-to-do in his own right. And after 10, 20 years, he started to have some regrets about uh, breaking that relationship with his father. Uh, and, and he decided, I want to get back. I want to come back. I want to uh, make sure that I get back to him. But before he could, he got news that his dad had died. His dad had passed on to heaven. Uh, the boy, obviously heartbroken. The young man, now almost a middle-aged man, uh, finally worked up the courage to go through the belongings, the possessions. He sat in his dad's chair there in that study, Behind that desk where the last time he was there, uh, he slammed that, that box on that desk. And he noticed as he was just kind of taking it all in with tears coming down his eyes that that gift box was still there off to the side uh, on one of his shelves. And he finally worked up the, the courage to get it, to open it, uh, and to lift it. Uh, that Bible that his dad got him on that day and Inside the front cover, he put that verse, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father in heaven give you good things to them that ask? Boy, a good, appropriate verse for that. And as he was just taking it in, from the middle of that Bible fell out a car key with a tag of a dealership on it. And when he looked down, he realized that was the key to the very car that I wanted at that dealership that I passed by that I pointed to my dad. And in rejecting what his father gave, he ended up not getting what he really wanted. In rejecting what his father gave, he never received what he really wanted. When the greatest gift ever given was given on that first Christmas, 
It was given by God to all of us. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The greatest gift given by God to all of us. And it wasn't just God coming to earth, being born of a virgin, but it was also being born to die. The gospel, the death, burial, resurrection came to do that, to pay the penalty for us. Receive him, whoever you are. Receive him, however you are. Receive him, wherever you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what haunts you in your past. It doesn't matter how unforgivable you feel. And whenever you come, God still holds out that gift to you. The wages of sin is death, but, but, but the gift of God. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He came into his own and his own received him not, but to as many as received him, receive him. Boy, this Christmas, receive him. Lord, we do receive you today as our king. We receive you today as our our shepherd, our Lord, our guide and our God. Thank you for sending your son to be born, to die in our place, to pay for my sins. I was the one that had the wrong thoughts. He was the one that had the crown of thorns beaten into his brow. I was the one that stole with his hands. His hands were the ones that had nails driven through them. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. It's a priceless gift that he already paid for. The question is not, is it for you? Yes, it's for you. The question is, have you received him? Have you received him? When I was 18 years old, I heard the gospel for the first time. You heard me say, I tried to work my way up. I tried to earn my way in. If my good works just outweighed my bad works, I thought I would be good enough. It wasn't until I realized none of us are good enough. None of us are good enough. We're all in the same boat. We've all sinned. There's none righteous. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. And that's why Jesus Christ came to die in our place to purchase the greatest gift of all time. I prayed a prayer expressing my heart. It's not a a prayer that saves you. It's not the words, repeating the words that save you. It's that heart's faith. Trusting him alone for salvation. But it is the words that express your heart. And if you want to pray in your heart, it was something like, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. And I know I don't deserve heaven apart from what you did on the cross. The best I know how, I place my entire faith, Jesus, in you. I receive you as my Savior. I receive what you did on the cross as payment for my sins. Come into my heart, forgive my sins, and save me. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. 
For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.